Hey, Dan Talks listeners, welcome to another episode of Dan Talks. This one is the last one from the vault. <laughs> I talked with Max, who is better known as the Celeb Talk Guy on YouTube and Instagram. Uh, he reviews reality shows, including some of the obscure reality shows that I enjoy. And it was great to talk to him about what drew him to that sort of work and why he thinks reality TV is so entertaining uh, and fascinating. Uh, Before I get to that episode, I do want to give my two cents on the Met Gala style style report, style review, style highlights. Um, I think it's probably, I think Amanda Gorman is probably, I think it's the most fun to be her right now um, in terms of everybody on the face of the earth. Uh, because who else is the poet laureate who is also the youngest and also the most beautiful and also co-chair of the Met Gala the first time that you attend? Um, also, big shout out to Naomi Osaka. I mean, I mean, and um, who else? Sierra's dress was cute. J Lo was J Lo. Um, Iman with the hair was amazing, and um, Lil Nas X. I mean, in in a very close second to Amanda Gorman, I would say Lil, Lil Nas X. Uh, but anyway, back to Max. <laughs> I hope you enjoy um, my conversation with Max. This was recorded in March. It is now September. But you know what? Reality TV is timeless, uh, and so is our conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Mwah. Max, where are you? I am in Nashville, Tennessee. <gasps> wow. Okay. Are you from Nashville? No, I'm actually from Michigan. Okay. Are you Midwestern yeah. or have you shaken it off? Yeah, I'm, I'm Midwestern for sure. What about you? I'm from Maine. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm very East Coast, even though I'm in Wisconsin now. So I'm like getting used to the Midwest nice people. Yeah, the Midwest is great. I miss Michigan. What um, brought you to Nashville? Just had a bunch of friends here, and I, I actually wanted to get away from the Michigan weather, and it's a little bit a little bit more mild here. So I visited uh, three or four times, and I, I do like it here, just that people are a lot nicer in Michigan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, when did you start your The Celeb Guy online persona? Um, it was August of 2019. So this is recent. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I've been posting stuff online for years and years and years, but yeah, the celeb talk guy is relatively recent. And have you always been obsessed with reality television? Always, 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 always. Since I was a young boy, I was watching Sister Wives and Little People Big World and the Kardashians. (laughs) I've always loved reality TV and Jersey Shore and everything. How do you feel about, um, it sounds like you're sort of like me where you prefer the um, docudrama style versus a competition reality show. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't watch any, I do not watch any for the most part uh, competitions. I just watch all the date, basically dating, you know, of some sort, but like like you were saying, documentary style reality TV. Yes, this resonates so deeply with me. Yeah. Um, I particularly want to point out um, Thousand Pound Sisters, which you mm-hmm. post about a lot. Yeah. And I got sucked in. I think they were on, I forget what platform, but the first season or two was available during the first few months of lockdown. And I started watching mm-hmm. and it's captivating for yeah. people who don't know. It's two sisters who are morbidly obese and they embark on this weight loss journey in order to get um, 
gastric bypass, I think, or the sleeve or one of those surgeries. And um, basically, Megan is able to do it and Tammy is not able to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I find so compelling about that, <laughs> this, I'm, I promise we're going to get to a question. <laughs> what I find so compelling about that is at the beginning, they interview them and they say, yes, we would both do anything to lose this weight. But like, well, we would sacrifice anything. But the question becomes, are they willing to sacrifice the relationship with each other? Yeah, I mean, they have a really weird dynamic. I think honestly at this point, well, so so Tammy, she's the a little bit larger. She hasn't gotten it. She's actually gained more weight. Right. But Amy, the sister, she um she got the procedure. She she lost the weight. Right. But now Tammy, honestly, I, I think she has a psychological problem with her mom or something because she um she just has this. I I, I hell if I know what exactly, but she has this emotional issue where. It's like anytime anything happens, she just goes to food. And it's like, there's something deeper, I think, than just, I don't even know. So she needs serious help. But Amy, the sister tries, but it's like, I kind of agree. It's like they almost kind of push each other the wrong way because they're almost in some kind of a competition kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, did I call her? I called her Megan, but her name is You Amy. said Megan, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I totally- It's Amy, yeah, no, you're fine. Like, you're what fine. is that woman's name? <laughs> um, where do you, with shows particularly like that, where there are people- uh-huh. I mean, arguably anyone who ends up on reality TV has a psychological situation, yeah. um, as we all do, but um, being willing to, to have it air for the public is a particular decision. Where do you feel like the line is um, in terms of exploitation and agency with yeah. people in the shows? I know. Isn't it a fine line? It's, it's kind of honestly disturbing. That's the thing I hate about reality TV. There is a fine line, and the producers, I feel like, don't give and SI, I don't know if I can swear, but they don't give a crap. They do not care at all, it seems like, about that fine line. And so, yeah, a lot of the shows like Thousand Pound Sisters and 90 Day Fiance, they totally cross the line. So, like, there's all this stuff going on, and they kind of are exploiting them. As much as I hate to say it, but it's like some of, these, some of this stuff should not be on TV, especially with 90 Day Fiance or Law After Lockup is another one on WeTV where it's a, you know, someone's in jail, the other person's out and they have this relationship. And there's so many, so much addiction and stuff on that show. It's, you know, and I'm always saying too, that should not be on TV for the whole world to see. So I love the drama, but I do think when it comes to addiction and I mean, I guess if they, if they volunteer to go on the show, but there's some stuff, it's like, God, do you really want this on TV? How do you, um, it is, so yes, it is exploitative, I think, in certain ways. And um, my question for you is being a sort of commentator on it, where do you, how do you position yourself in relation to that exploitation? Well, you know, I do a lot of recaps and reviews. So half the time, I'm just saying what I see, you know, honestly. I, I, there's a lot of instances where I don't even pick a side because there's, there's right and wrong and everything. And so most of the time, I'm kind of just repeating what I see. You can take it or leave it. And that is that. When I do give my two cents, I give it more on like the, I don't, when it comes to actually serious stuff, I don't even comment because it is serious, you know, and it's not my position to share anything. But when it comes to the fun and the drama and the relationships, that's when I throw on my two cents. But for the serious crap, I'm the least to even, you know, throw in, how the hell would I know? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you in love? Mm-mm. have you been no um pff, who knows i probably know you know i think i think you'd know if you know no i work too much to i'm just constantly in the go-go and uh no i would probably say no 
do you have you seen a relationship on reality tv that you would want oh that's a good question i <laughs> this is kind of taking a deep um yes there are several women that i have seen that i think are really cute i don't but you know you every they always say everything's so different when you meet someone versus on tv so there's been a couple 90 fiance people couple married at first sight but then, you know, you'll, you'll meet someone they're totally different in person. So I couldn't even, I mean, there's definitely no one from Jersey Shore, no one from Thousand Pound Sisters, but I, night a fiance, God, there's a big lineup, but you know, to tell you the truth, there's probably, whew, I've had my share of crushes though, but never, where are my crushes? Jeez. Yeah. I don't even know if I'd say night a fiance. I think it would probably be something with I, I hate to say Chantel. I think she, you know what I'd say? I'd say this season of Married at First Sight, if you watch that, there is a girl named Paige and a girl named Brianna. I kind of have a minor crush for her, but the more I'm seeing, the more I'm like, God, they are just kind of out of their mind. So I don't, yes. you never know. Um, how about like a model of a relationship, like a dynamic mm -hmm. between two people that you're like, oh, yeah. that's like healthy and, and aspirational. Okay, so back to Married at First Sight, Paige and, or not Paige, I'm sorry. Brianna and Vincent, they seem, they have that good connection, good give and take. I like them. And then, you know, there's been a couple others. I tell you the truth. They don't, they have a very odd relationship, but Amy and Michael from Thousand Pound Sisters actually have a, you know, they have a pretty, it's bizarre, but they kind of seems to work. So I kind what of think, like What theirs. do you think is bizarre about it? I think what's bizarre about it is that there are a couple on television who look like real people who are really in love with each right. other. Right. Well, that, and he doesn't seem to say two words. Of course, they're on national television, but you see, he just seems so quiet. Maybe he's just shy. I don't know. But he never really says anything. And it's like, it's just odd. But yeah, they, they do seem like real people. That's why I love the show is because they are so real. And it's not like some of the 90 fiance stuff because sometimes he's so scripted and it seems so fake. Whereas that show, they are just saying it how it is. And I think everything that comes out of their mouth is completely true. And I mean, so compelling when they the sisters live together and then one wants yep. to move to the apartment that is next door. Mm -hmm. Next, like it's a connected building and she yeah. wants to move to the next unit. Mm -hmm. And it's a blow up over this separation. I and know. you see the playing out of these boundaries that like that one of the sister can't handle. Right. Um, do you, have you ever been in therapy? No, I probably should. I was just saying that to someone. Actually, I need to find a therapist, but I, <laughs> no, I haven't. I probably should though. Well, cause you seem really um, invested in these people's psychologies. Oh, you think? I mean, I think you have to be in order to be so captivated right. by these shows. You have to be yeah. really interested in other people's intricacies and interiorities making, you know, I know that is a good point. That is a good point. I don't know why I find these shows so interesting, to be honest. Maybe it is something to do with that. There's just something about the suspense and the drama and not knowing what the hell's going to happen that for me, I just find it so interesting, you know? But no, I agree. Do you have, do you feel like you project what's happening in your own life onto the show sometimes? Like, oh, I'm going through this, a similar problem with somebody and I can see it playing out in real time here sometimes sometimes there are situations where i can say i've been in their shoes i get what they're going through mainly on 90 day fiance but half of the time honestly these people put themselves in situations that you and i and most people would never in a million years ever go through like i'm telling you on 90 day fiance people do the craziest stuff and it, i see stuff it's like why would someone in their right mind ever do that well because 
well, what are they doing that you do relate to? Oh, it's, that's rare. I mean, it, you know, relate, you know, there's this, there's, there's, okay, the financial stuff, they're trying to save money. They don't want to do, they don't want to move because they're trying to save money. That is the kind of stuff I can resonate with their their relationship, minor, normal details that they don't even make a big deal out of, but the, the crazy stuff, I mean, you know, we're seeing stuff in this current season of 90 fiance that no one in their right mind would ever do. Mm -hmm. I think at least. Do you, what is the comfort that comes in watching other people's lives implode? I don't even, you know, it, I'm telling you, it's just, it's really just the suspense that gets me to watch. See, Thousand Pound Sisters isn't a typical reality show for me. I watch that show because I think they're just kind of funny and, and some, they give me that joy. They, in, see, Chris Lee Knows Best gives me that same thing where they kind of just give me a warm and fuzzy feeling. I don't know why, because they're all so fake. That show, they're freaking fake, but it gives you that warm and fuzzy feeling. So that kind of makes me feel happy. I don't know why. It's a feel-good show, you know? Chris knows best, especially. You sit there, you watch it. You don't need to, you can watch it from any part of the show. You leave with a smile, kind of keeps you happy. I don't know why, just something about it just makes you feel good. I feel like that Chris knows best show, which I forget, I don't know how they got so rich, but the husband is, seems clearly gay to me. I'm sure uh -huh. other, to other people is, and to me, it's just watching like, watching the closet live but is yeah. that is are you watching that or are you yeah is okay that like such a season one thing that you've left no 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 no, no 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 like okay, that's the first thing how does he have so much money basically the money thing was just a complete lie he was in some real estate thing that was barely even true and he got in a ton of trouble for it but, but yeah he i you know i just think that it's a lie and they were running out of money when they first started the show and he will do anything for fame that dad and his kids have even come out and said it, that he's an awful person. He does a bunch of crazy stuff. But something about the show, when they're on it, he's so he's such a liar and it's so scripted and it's so cheesy. I just kind of can't help but like it. <laughs> but no, it's completely fake. He's more than likely gay. And I don't even know if he's even truly, you know, in a relationship with his quote unquote wife. Because it's like, I've heard people, because they live in Nashville. And I've heard people that see them everywhere at the mall and everything. And they're like, they don't even get near each other you know so it's like who even knows are you so excited that Kristen cavallari lives in nashville now mm -hmm. i mean she that is, is a great nashville get oh i know no 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 nashville's on the up and up she has her store here and she is another big kind of reality somewhat present reality tv star that yeah she's here we have the chrisley knows best clan and we have a couple a lot of the bachelor people a lot of the bachelor people really here Mm -hmm. they're like i'm gonna live in la austin or nashville and there's a little bit of new york and a little bit kind of chicago not really chicago but new york i feel like it's fading la is fading because it's so expensive and it's so much traffic and then nashville's like hell it's like the next best thing kind of or austin austin's on the up and up too do you find do you identify straight mm -hmm. so yeah. it's interesting so you must not have a lot of camaraderie with straight guys who love the same tv you do you know, I tell you, well, this is my thing. I'm, I'm flam, I don't know how to say flamboyant, but I just do what I do. You know, I watch reality TV, I get my eyebrows done and I'm open about it. And I don't have to act like I'm some masculine tough guy because that's just not the case. And I have so many guy friends that love reality TV. My roommate, he's also straight, loves reality TV, but everyone has to act like all these guys that we love sports and all this shit. I don't even, I haven't watched a sport. You know what I mean? So I just, I'm open about it. I love reality TV. And I, my friends, um, 
you know, a lot of, believe it or not, a lot of my guy friends that are honest with themselves also love it too. Mm -hmm. It's the ones that aren't honest. The ones that have to put on a show that to act like they're these Mr. Tough guys. Those are the ones that they, they won't watch it. And then I watch it with their, you know, other girlfriends or whatnot. But no, you know, a lot of, you'd be shocked how many straight men um, watch my YouTube channel or watch reality TV. Like it's, you think it's mainly for women, but a lot of men and women watch it. Wow. The reality TV closet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what um, it is. Glass closet. Um, what, uh, oh, I had something that I really wanted to ask and then I forgot. Do you, when you're dating people, is it a, um, is it something that people either like or don't like about you that you like so much reality TV? You know what? Yeah. I, honestly, that's, yeah. see, I'm so funny when I date. I feel like I have two lives. I have a life of real life. And then I have a life on YouTube where I talk about reality TV and stuff. So my close and personal friends, they know about my YouTube channel, but I don't flaunt that I'm on YouTube or that I post. I don't I barely even mention it. So if I'm just casually going on a date with someone or whatever, I might not, I probably don't even bring it up that I'm even on YouTube mm -hmm. until, you know, cause I just, I just don't see the point. So no, but people that really do know me it's funny because when i first started these youtube videos it was just like a casual okay i'd watch 90 day fiance on sunday night and then i'd record a video a day or so later just for fun but now i'm like freaking competitive about it and i'm watching like 10 different shows and it's like 80 percent of my life and so yeah it is true when i'm actually dating someone it does become a thing where people are just like you know we can't do anything because sunday night i have 90 day fiance on wednesday night we have married at first sight Okay. And then, you know, Tuesday I'm watching stuff from discovery plus it's like every day I'm watching something. So now it has kind of become an addiction before it used to just be a something in past time, you know, you'd watch it casually. Cause that was my other question is you have a hundred over a hundred thousand followers on YouTube. Is that your job or do you have another job? So I actually have another job. So I own a video production company, which is totally separate um, from YouTube. And um, yeah, but now YouTube and kind of Facebook. Cause I, at last May, I started just reposting my videos on Facebook because some of my followers um, were messaging me. I don't know why, but they were saying, I, I post on Facebook, I only go on Facebook. And then, so then once you get 10,000 um, followers on Facebook, you can start making money from Facebook like you can on YouTube. Uh -huh. And so now YouTube and Facebook have kind of become, you know, a job in itself. And so it, it's, and I have those two things too. And it's um, honestly just a freaking blessing. I could never, it just goes to show how amazing, you know, the world is right now with technology. You can do anything. If you want to be a creator, you don't have to be some huge celebrity to be a creator and make money. You know, it's unbelievable. Do you envision a future of, like being on television yourself as some sort of commentator person? Yeah, I kind of, you know what? Yeah, honestly. So like my video production stuff, I actually kind of like, I do like video, but the commentary, um, I just freaking love it. And it's not like work. The video production stuff can, can feel like work. The YouTube stuff, it just doesn't feel like work. And I can be myself and I can say whatever I want to say and I can just have fun, you know? And so, yeah, that is... That would be my ultimate goal. I don't know if it'd be on TV or Netflix or you, maybe it'll be on you. You know, I don't know. You know, who knows where the world of TV is going. But um, but no, that's what I want to do. I, I just, it's like when you, people always say when you find something you actually like to do, it doesn't feel like work. And when I get in front of the camera, it's just like, you wouldn't believe it. It's just like the best thing ever. Uh -huh. What, um, well, this is sort of a million dollar question, but would you go on reality TV? 
people always ask me that. And honestly, <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't for two reasons. Number one, I have the craziest schedule ever, believe it or not. And so I don't have the time. And then number two, I am probably one of the most indecisive idiots to ever, I probably made a good TV. So I'm a freaking idiot. So no, I, I mean, I'd be a complete joke if I went on and I have had an, I, I will, I have, someone has mentioned the, the possibility that I could probably go on The Bachelor, but I just never, um, I just know, and I've, I've talked to casting people, but with the schedule and then with how much of a shit show it'd be, it's just like, you know what? I probably could, but I, I want to be, I want to be a host. That's what I want to do. I want to host. Mm -hmm. You acknowledge that the scheduling things is an uh, excuse that you could definitely yeah. <laughs> manage. Yeah. That's kind of the main excuse, but the, just, I couldn't do it. I, I am so critical. Every once in a while, I'll go through all the comments on my videos and these people are so mean and I'm out on like a, I'm in a miniature little thing. If you're on a TV show, you get like, you know, uh, 10 times more, a hundred times more views and people are even more mean. So yeah, I couldn't, I mean, if people saw me on TV, they would just think I'm out of my freaking mind. What are the mean things they say? Oh my God, on my channel, you wouldn't believe everything. My eyebrows are too bushy. My, I, I which they, they say I'm too loud. That probably is true. I probably am too loud. I never shut up. The thing about me never shutting up is, okay, my, I get it, because I never do shut up, but my videos are just supposed to be me doing commentary. Who, I can't post clips from the shows because copyright, uh -huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know who else is going to talk. I mean, do not talk, you know what I mean? So I, just everything, people say I'm a jerk and I'm a this and I'm a that and I'm awful and I suck and, and I, and yeah, it's, they're a lot meaner on Facebook. They're not as mean on YouTube. On Facebook, there are some mean people. Do you think that there can be reality TV that is um, uh, that can improve the culture, or do you think that it is a sort of junk food indulgence, and that's just the nature of the beast? Yeah, I just think it's you know people try. I feel like Merit at First Sight's trying to make it more family friendly, lovey, happy, but um, I just think the drama is what sells. At the end of the day, people that watch reality TV, we come here for drama. Whether you love it or hate it, we want drama. And so I think that's the direction. The, the problem I see with reality TV now is, you know, everyone wants to become famous. Everyone wants to become a social media influencer. And they know, like if you watch 90 Day Fiance with Big Ed last season, he pulled all that crap. And now I'm kind of just like, he probably just pulled that because he, he knew it would get attention on social media and he could become famous. And that's exactly what happened. So a lot of the stuff now I feel like is just kind of fake or scripted. And that that is what bugs me because I hate, when I really watch some of these shows like 90 Day Fiance and Married at First Sight, I can't stand when it's, when it comes off as like fake, you know? Mm -hmm. Would you ever be a producer? Oh, I'd love to. I would love to produce. I, but the problem for me is, you know, it's like, I hate to act like I have all these opportunities in front of me, but it's like, I, you know, I have this going, I have that going. It's like, well, that's, that's another thing I'd, I'd love to do, mm -hmm. but it's like, how would I get into it? What, you know, then I'd, and I totally would, you know, I understand I had to probably start from the bottom, work my way up, which I totally get and understand, but it's like, I have this, I have the YouTube thing going and it's like, I don't want to leave attention from here and go there. And so got all these different things going, but no, I would absolutely, I feel like my video production stuff, um, which that's for more commercials and whatnot, not for TV, but that would really pair well with being a reality TV producer. I have to say, you have a great voice. You have a great presence. I think you surprisingly have a very healthy attitude towards, 
attitude towards <laughs> reality TV and like a healthy perspective on it. And I think it's clearest in your assertion that you would not go on because you know yourself. Um, my last question for you is what, if you were to create an entire reality show about a certain set of people in a certain circumstance, total dream scenario, what would it be? Well, I, you know, I have so many ideas for shows, one of which I actually filmed a pilot for about a month ago, and I'm still just in a rat race trying to edit the thing. But um, I have an idea that I'll probably never produce that apparently is becoming a show, so I can just say it. I think an amazing show would be you go to a place like, oh, the it's called The Villages, I think, in Florida. And I actually knew a lady that tried this. And you get a bunch of old people, you rent a mansion, and you have, uh, you know, somewhat of a, I don't know how, I don't know exactly how it would work but somewhat of a dating show with old people because no one's doing it. And people love old people and old people are freaking crazy. And then the other thing too is old people, they aren't trying to become social media influencers. They're just their crazy selves. And a lot of them are single and a lot of them want to date and have sex and do crazy stuff, which would make for great TV. So supposedly The Bachelor is trying to do something like that. Maybe they will. I had that idea for years and I, um, I think it would just be a fantastic show. Except with The Bachelor, they're using like 35-year-olds. See, The Bachelor, and I've always said it every year, they need to start, they need to start um, you know, casting uglier people because they'd get all these models and it's just not realistic. These people would not be single in a, in a normal world. Yes. And also, I mean, it's sort of, it's, it's going to be an impossible feat because you, I want people with careers that they can't leave for two months to film. In. Well, see, that's exactly the thing. Every yeah. single person's an influencer, they're a model, or they just don't have a job, basically, and they pretend they have a job. <laughs> and yeah, no, it's like, who the hell can just leave for two? That's the problem with that show is you have to just quit your job. If, if you have a normal job, but the real problem is if you fall in love with someone, they could live in Texas, you could live in New York, and then it's like, well, then what do you do after the show's done? Yeah. It's almost no. like the show is just for our entertainment Monday nights at 8 p.m. on ABC, and then it's not actually about love or partnership. It's, you know, I'm, I'm really just, I'm, it's just, you know, people are coming on here for the, every wrong reason. It seems like. Wrong reasons only. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, Max, where would you like people to um, find and follow you? YouTube. YouTube is my spot. YouTube, Instagram, it's all under the celeb talk guy. I am contemplating starting a TikTok, so possibly TikTok, but yeah, I'm on YouTube. Spawn over to YouTube. Give me a subscribe, a follow. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, Max. Awesome. Thank you.